And Jody, you should know I can already predict the future on what's, what's going to happen Tuesday afternoon, this afternoon. What do you, what do you, what do you, I just got a notification that our uh, toilet paper and paper towels are showing up. Yeah. Whatever. As long as they don't sit in the foyer for a week, for weeks, the box will sit for weeks sometimes, and that drives me. Well, now look, I had one of dog Daddy. food that showed up over the weekend, remember, and I completely unloaded that, put yes. that away. Well, it's because dogs were hungry. And put the uh, <laughs> the box in the recycle bin. So It was something the other day that I thought, I'm surprised you don't have that shipped. Oh, yeah, deodorant. That's right. Every time I turn around, like Mer- toiletries, I'm mean? running to the store. I, mm-hmm. I go to the store a lot. Typical working mother, I'm at the store at least three times a week. Yeah. And often, Murphy will ding me, ding, can you get me deodorant? Look, he cares about how he smells, the hygiene. Well, it's shouldn't on point, everybody? Yeah. And he runs out of deodorant, and, and it's a very specific kind that he wants. Of course. So I, I'm surprised you don't order that by the loads, you know? I don't want to order everything by the load, right? I mean... <laughs> What's well, less you got to shop for? I, I guess some people do that. I mean, I, I don't know. The last time that they were that. out of the kind that you like, and I had to get you some, you know, not knockoff, but another kind. Mm-hmm. And that is a once you find deodorant that works for you and your yeah. chemistry, you need to stick with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is, I like to try to balance buying locally and you know the, what I do when I, I go shop online. Yeah. Even though most everything Look. gets taxed now, like it should be, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. But um, I don't know. I just like to balance that out. On everything showing up, right? Yeah, there's always a box. There's well, there's a lot of boxes that show up. And when Murphy first started ordering our dog food, it co- it's a heavy bag of dog food well, yeah. inside of a box. I remember dragging that thing in, and yeah. I didn't know what it was. I was like, "What did he order now? Is there yeah. a dog in here?" I think they perfected that technique a little bit because uh. it's a little bit smaller box, and it's twice the tape now. <laughs> so you know what it is i do such a mangled box all right look we have a lot of fun planned for you today coming up after seven um what we all should be doing every at least 45 minutes a day um, every 45 minutes all day long mm-hmm. especially okay. if you sit at a, at a desk or if you sit a lot at work all right. maybe you can that can help you figure out maybe what yeah. i'm going for yeah take a nap yeah <laughs> <laughs> right what you should be doing every 45 minutes coming after up after eight we want to know how how it was last night sam mm. two basketball games back to back oh, yeah, back to right. back two solid hours of fun it was your double header coming up jody has your hollywood outsider can't wait to tell you about this the movie love actually getting a short little quick sequel we know yeah. that now we have secrets about what couple is definitely still together if you can handle it sam that's next Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, we all know that Sam's favorite movie, Love Actually, is getting <laughs> a short film sequel in, this month, later this month, to coincide with Red Nose Day. Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. General opinion starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed. Uh, I know Hugh so, Grant has done a lot of romantic comedies, but boy, yeah. do I love him as the prime minister. Boy, yeah. do I love everything he did. So everything. when you say this is coming back as a short film, what does that mean? It's not going to the theater? It's only going to be 10 minutes. It's a short... 10 minutes? It's yeah. a 10-minute wrap-up of where all these couples are now for a charity for Red Nose Day. Yeah, so it's not... We've been saying Love Actually sequel because it makes our heart pitter-patter. Well, but it it's is a not, sequel, but it's, it's a 10-minute sequel. Little, it's not going to be enough. There's no Look, way it's enough. I love the cause, so that's really cool. I was just hoping to have a little bit more. Sam's got me all sucked in, you no see. No kidding. Okay, and probably the favorite of many love stories from this, and I guess this is sort of a spoiler, but the Hugh Grant character, the Prime yes. Minister, is still with his lovely girl. Yes. And that's all I will tell you. The word is that that couple is still going strong. 
Love at First Sight. Yeah, that one was. Was, was that one not Love at First Sight? Yes, for it was. Both of them. Uh-huh. It's my favorite one. Yeah, their introduction was funny. It was so one of the fun. funniest scenes. All right, you guys know that there's a Letterman biography coming out, The Last Giant of Late Night. It chronicles his life. From his early days all the way till his retirement in 2015. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's going to be out in April. And apparently some of the things you're going to learn about him is that he was a full-blown hypochondriac. <laughs> and that he had these manuals in his office and he would consult them to diagnose various, they say, imagined ailments. Now, right? is this an officially approved biography? I don't know how approved it is. Okay. It's just a tip of one of these guys that writes bi- biographies about his life and career. Gotcha. We'll see what Letterman has to say about it in the coming days. Yeah. But, you know, that he even, were, he, in the weeks towards the end of his, I guess, time on, on television, he was um, bothering people like doctors getting consultations about the mercury mercury fillings in his teeth. <laughs> he was always very worried about it, yeah. is the word. That's sad. If, if you really were that way, wouldn't you feel trapped in your own body? Well, if you're constantly worried about health I think, issues. Yeah, I think there are some people who are like that. A lot, probably it's a lot more prevalent than we realize. Yeah. Made worse by being able to Google your own conditions. Oh, man, <laughs> you're not kidding. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up, Sam, I've got to tell you about something that Murphy and I started watching together, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Yeah, now we're binging multiple okay. shows. This, um, the series yeah. that won all the awards. Right. There's one part of it that's so hard to watch, and it's not what you think, why it's hard for us. Mm-hmm. Tell you about that next. It was last year when this show, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story, debuted on FX. I have had moments of being obsessed with this case and that, you know, I guess at times I feel like I need a break from learning about it. Yeah. Well, the difference is if you're old enough to remember it and watch it and live <sighs> through it versus if it's sort of a historical piece that you really didn't connect with. I mean, it's kind of like... I think everybody I mean, has to me, a, yeah. Like, you know, the assassination of JFK and that story, that was before I was born. Yeah. Right. So it's a very different perspective, you know what I mean? You don't, it's, I, I don't know, I guess it hits you differently when you've actually experienced right. and it's it, like fascinating for you to dig into it, but you didn't live it in your right. own way. We lived this in our own way, which is why I feel like, okay, do I really want to swim in that pool again? So anyway, it's on Netflix. The I know. Pe- the People versus O.J. Simpson. This is Detective Tom Lang from the Los Angeles Police Department. Your ex-wife, Nicole Simpson, has been killed. So Murphy and I started watching it. We only watched the one episode. Here's here's the headline. All right, so I'm hooked. I am gonna, we're going to absolutely continue. really. It's wait, not cheesy. How though? hard is no. it to watch? Yeah, wait, it's not that it's cheesy. It's really well done. I think it's they went to well done. major extremes yeah. to make this so spot on. You feel like you're there again, uh-huh. watching all this. The care, but but what I'm saying is, oh my gosh, it's filled with so many stars that you have other interpretations of. John Travolta is so creepy as um, Shapiro. Yeah, but I think he does. So but he does creepy. a spot-on impersonation of him. Oh uh, my gosh! Yeah, I think he's become him. Don't you? I guess it's better it's than still, I thought it was. It's, it's still, a little. I, I think you get through the first episode, you actually do get past that. My other thing is um, Ross. The, ro- Ross. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is an important role yeah. to play Robert Kardashian, who was OJ's friend right. and believed him in him and was just heartbroken that this was happening to his friend and then by the end we all know that you could see he couldn't believe that OJ was found not guilty at the end yeah and at any moment I'm expecting him to go 
Rachel. <laughs> That's what makes it hard to watch. Yeah. To me, you get halfway through the episode, the first episode, and you, you believe the character. You know? I hope so, because, I mean, Cuba Gooding Jr. also is OJ. Oh, he's oh, yeah. riveting. He's oh really good. Oh, my gosh, but, Sam. Yeah, it, it, but it's, I promise you, it's not cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. What have you got? I've got two victims in Brentwood. Brentwood? Nobody gets killed in Brentwood. Sarah Paulson won a lot of awards for that. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Joey. Guys, we have to talk about this letter that this woman, she's dying, and she wrote. she's a writer, and wrote this letter, you may want to marry my husband. This, is, this one's the one that's gone viral. <sighs> Do that next. So come hang out. Join the fun. Call us 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text that number. Of course, you can also comment on Facebook or direct messages. A lot of ways to get a hold of this. All right, guys. I don't know if you can handle this. You may want to marry my husband article that is viral. And it, I saw it for the first time just the other day, like over the weekend. I'm like, I don't know if I'm brave enough to read that right now. So I finally sat down and really read it yesterday. Oh, my goodness. This woman who is dying, she's terminally ill. She's been married to this man for 26 years. Her name is Amy. She's a writer. Mm-hmm. Her husband's name is Jason. They live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. She wrote this piece for the New York Times, which is basically a love letter to him. But it's actually also to... I think this is the stick part of it, serve as his dating profile in the future when she's gone. Mm-hmm. The hook, I mean, the first line is the hook. Yeah. You may want to marry my husband. Huh. Are you ready for this? I'm going to read some of it. Is this a tearjerker? I don't know. It depends on what mood you're in. Okay. Are you in a notebook sort of mood or are you in an airplane sort of mood? Uh, well, I'm going to shoot for the positive uplifting. So go ahead, Oh my Jody. gosh. I'm going to read some of it. Here we go. It was 1989. We were only 24. I had precisely zero expectations about this going anywhere. But when he knocked on my door of my little frame house, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, there's something highly likable about this person. Here's another part. Here's the kind of man Jason is. He showed up at our first pregnancy ultrasound with flowers. This is a man who, because he is always up early, surprises me on every Sunday morning by making some kind of oddball smiley face out of items near the coffee pot, a spoon, a mug, a banana. And towards the end, I probably only have a few days left being a person on this planet. So why am I doing this? I'm wrapping this up on Valentine's Day. And the most genuine, non-vase-oriented gift I can hope for is that the right person reads this, finds Jason, and another love story begins. Wow. That's pretty gut-wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. And, And with all my love, Amy is how she signs it. Basically, it's that she believes that he deserves love even after she's gone, and she knows she's leaving, and he does. So let How me, grown up of her it is to not it, lay down a, you don't need to be with this person, you need to be with that person. Just it hits me a up. bunch of different ways, though. I understand that part, and I think it's really, it's lovely, and it's kind of strange, and it's all those things rolled into I'm one. I'm sure she means grieve her properly before. Yeah. It's not like go out the next week. Right. But anyway. Well, you may you want write to marry something my, similar for Murphy? Yeah. You may want to marry Murphy. Oh, well, someone please marry Murphy. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Freezer David's niece, Olivia, finally got her baby ball pit. Yay! And we have that excitement for you next. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, look, if there's anything you ever miss, you can always subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast and truly never miss a thing. We know life is busy, right? Got a yeah. bazillion things going on every single morning. So thank you in advance. Yeah, get it on your schedule. All right, producer David is also known as Cool Uncle David in his uh, leisure time mm-hmm. with his beautiful niece, Olivia, who just turned one, and yes. you wanted to give her the coolest gift, and I think you did. Which it got delayed by a week, didn't uh, it? That's okay. Worth the wait, though. Uh, it's a baby ball pit, and you got her well, how many balls to go in it? 
it. I only got a hundred balls, but she definitely needs more. Okay, so this Already? is a little bit of <laughs> her experiencing it for the first time. Yay! Balls going in. No, that didn't sound like a hundred balls to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> she was so confused at first. She's right, like, she's like What's look happening? at all this. Of course, she's one, so it's difficult to, to get her to. Oh, there she goes. She re- she's looking around, figuring out, trying to figure out which one to pick. Yay, Liv! So Yay, cute. does she love it? What are, what are their reports? Yay! Besides oh, this, yay. oh, they all love it. The parents love it too because you know my brother-in-law. He's there's a little basketball hoop attached to the top of it, oh. and so he's like throwing it at it, and so she's trying to do the, mimic her dad and like just waves her arms and the balls go everywhere. Right. There you go. No, That's why it said fun for the whole family on the <laughs> box. <laughs> but yeah, they love it, and it's easy to pick up and stuff. I mean, besides the balls, but it folds back up in this little bitty. Wait, is your circle. sister able to get it back in the little bitty thing? Like anytime something pops open out they of the little it, thing, I they can't. didn't want. Just tried out to be like, oh, let's see how easy this really is. And it wasn't bad, but I mean, they said it's been open in their living room and she's been in it nonstop ever s- since they got it the first time. I love she'll it. crawl to it constantly. They'll take her out. Yeah. She'll crawl back to it and tries to get in herself. And Are you going to show up really again cute. like later this week with another bag of balls? Or what? Not, they already told me, whenever my sister sent me this video, she's like, look, we already ordered 300 more. Oh, 300? Yes. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to get 300 because that's they go like 100, 300, 500, like on Amazon where you can get them. And that way she can actually kind of even like swim. Oh, she's it, swimming in them. It like. was my mom that stopped me. She's like, don't because what if that's going to be too much? You don't want to go overboard. I'm like, you're right. But no, they already they already yeah. ordered 300 more. So they're going to be swimming so, in it. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. They like going overboard. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, like, I want to see what it's going to be like trying to keep track of all those yeah. balls. Uh, not just that, just like next year, you're going to have to get her like a kitty roller coaster or uh, something. Especially if there's another one, uh, another niece or nephew. Oh, is that the plan? Maybe. Yeah, she loved it. I love it. Pam <laughs> says, glad to finally see her in it. This is from our Facebook page. Uh, Lee says, well done, uh, cool Uncle David. You still have the cool uncle status. Yes. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Some stuff to look forward to in entertainment this week. Oh, and uh, Bill Paxton's cause of death has been revealed. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I believe it was the day of the Academy Awards that we learned that actor Bill Paxton had passed away. And he's one of those actors that you know him. If you've watched American cinema. He's that guy. He is that guy. Loving, trustworthy, super supportive, like important supportive character. He was in Titanic, Twister, and uh, Apollo 13. Look, it's Frau Morrow. I can see our landing site. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. When I read the headline, I thought, I think I see his face, but I need to Google it. Yeah. And I totally did. Well, now we know the cause of death. This is sad. He underwent valve replacement surgery in early February, mid actually on Valentine's Day, middle of February, um, to correct a, a, an aortic aneurysm, and that's that's when that happened, mid February, and then on the twenty fifth, he had complications from yeah. that procedure that led to a stroke. And then he oh, died okay. the weekend. Because so, I know they had said it was complications. I didn't know that's what it caused a stroke. Yeah, a stroke caused by surgical complications. That was the surgery that he was having. So he's already having heart problems, and he was doing whatever he could to take care of it. He was much loved in that community. Yep. You know, so Bill Paxton. And yes, you do know him if you've watched American cinema. I've got some casting news that's kind of cool. Uh, Margot Robbie, one of your favorites, Sam, has been <laughs> yeah. will star, not just the Tanya Harding thing that she's doing, but she's doing that. She's going to star as Maid Marian. In a reimagining of the Robin Hood, you know, universe, 
um, where it's more about the love of Robin Hood made Marion. Okay. Than, than I the was fighting. just wondering how many more Robin yep. Hoods we have to have. A lot. lot. We'll always have. Sam, when we're gone, we'll have more Supermans and Batmans. Yeah. I think you know that. All right. Speaking of some big casting in Hollywood, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep have never worked together, but they're going to star in this project called The Post. Mm-hmm. It's about the Washington Post publication of the 71 Pentagon Papers. All right. Spielberg is going to direct that. Oh, and also, jeez. I know. Can you imagine that heavy? Like, that better be good. Implode. That better be good. (laughs) Yeah. Also wanted to let you know, for your family's entertainment this week, on new on DVD and digital download, you can get Jackie, starring uh, Natalie Portman, and also, here's one for everybody, Moana. See the light where the sky meets the sea, it calls me. Our girls loved this, and it's fun, and the music is fabulous. That one, of course, from Disney. Yep. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, why Alec Baldwin says he really doesn't want to do the Trump impression anymore. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. You guys know what this weekend is? A couple days off. Daylight saving time. So let's go around the room coming up. Love it or hate it. On the way. So even once you start your workday, uh, we actually still hang out. Something exclusive you get by being a Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast subscriber. It's called After the Show. Plus, I lock my keys in the car. I can't go anywhere. Hey! That's right, Sam. You guys aware that daylight saving time kicks in this weekend? Don't say savings. It's saving. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> this Whatever. is the one where we lose an hour. Yes, but wait. I want to no, go around not. the table. I love this one. I want more daylight in my oh, evening. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, so do you love it or hate it, Murphy? Oh, I love it. Okay, you love I it, I love Sam? it, too. Let's just, let's just quit changing, though. Just uh, leave it You just want to stay this way. Yeah. I could I could deal with that. Producer David, love it or hate it? I love it. Me, too. Daylight Why do you, longer. Yeah, I... I want to go outside and be outside longer. I did when switch, the nice. switch though. Like when I was younger, like in high school, and I played. Football, we had football practice after uh, school. Mm-hmm. I'd always w- want it to get darker sooner because our practices would be cut shorter. Yeah, <laughs> and so now I'm like, no, bring on the daylight. Let yeah. it stay. Yeah. But the problem with it, if we were full time daylight savings, and I think this Saving. is where it gets complicated because you have to start doing this math. I think it makes it too dark too early in the morning during the shorter months of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's always dark. Is that right early or in the am morning. I wrong? For us, it's dark no matter what yeah, when we get here. It's always dark early in the morning. So <laughs> right. what? But they just they say there are two the kids people catching who, buses. The people who argue against daylight savings time being a full time thing are that yes, it, it's you know too I much. Think about that. It's too yes. dark in the morning and can, poses a safety concern for some people. Got it. Got it. And uh, and then the other thing is they say you know the whole switching back and forth that Sam talks about. More health concerns because heart attacks and things like that increase for whatever reason oh, every time we change the completely true yeah. that. On Monday, the day the first full day work day after we've done that to our bodies, more car accidents mm-hmm. and sorry to say more heart attacks, which scares me. So I mean, forever for people I love, I don't walk around afraid of it myself. I'm just saying, right? Um, but so, yeah. I mean, all in all, I like the extra daylight in the evening. I just do always yeah. have. Yeah, it means we lose an hour this weekend though. It's we lose an hour of sleep or whatever it is that you like to do with your extra. Hey, well, why don't we just go to bed an hour early? Right. Yeah, there you go. Right, because that, that happens. That's the problem. All right. Speaking of it, on the way um, this hour, coming up in a little bit, what you should do every 45 minutes during your day, whether you're at work or home, every 45 minutes. Coming up, Sam has music news. If you didn't make it to see La La Land in the movie theaters, the live version of La La Land could be coming to you soon. 
Joe's got music news. You may have heard of a little film uh, called La La Land. In fact, I think it won the Best Picture Oscar for about <laughs> for five three seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. close. Yeah. Uh, well, the um, composer of La La Land, Justin Hurwitz, is decided to take it on the road in a live version. City of stars. And he actually did win the Oscar for soundtrack or musical. Our score. girls are going to have a fit to go see this live because you, Murphy, and our girls are in love with this music. It's called All La La Land in concert. It's going to start uh, in May. Uh, a couple of nights at Hollywood at the Hollywood Bowl, and then it's going to travel around the country. Nice. It'll have a hundred piece orchestra, a choir, a jazz wow. ensemble, and the film will play while they're playing the music live. What? Yeah. Oh. Now the one they're doing at the Hollywood Bowl, they're also going to shoot fireworks since it's Memorial Day. But love, love. I don't think you get them. That's fun. You know what? In seeing an orchestra like that in person, mm-hmm. is it probably beats the soundtrack. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You think? Absolutely. Yeah. It's something that people need to be introduced to if they're not, truly. Soon as Children they, uh, especially. As soon as they shore up all the cities, we'll let you know where it's going to be. Excellent. Uh, Prince's Revolution, the original Prince Band Revolution, mm-hmm. is going on tour. Who's going to do the yeah. vocals? That I don't know. You know? it's And it's like, it is all the original. I'm looking at the names, Lisa and Wendy and yeah. everybody. They're all doing it. They're going to kick it off in April at uh, Paisley Park at his house. Yes. Uh, and it's going to go all the way through July 15th. So it's a nice long, you know, couple dozen tour dates. Nice. They're going to play all, I guess, all his hits. Yeah. And nobody It's like sang. the big thing felt will be his absence. But yeah. still, that's cool that they do it. I mean, probably very healing for them to I'm do I'm sure it. somebody will... I mean, yeah, they divvy up the singing or something. Probably. Uh, and this one's really cool. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Everybody knows Jimmy Buffett fans are ra- you know ravenous fans. Otherwise known as Parrotheads, right? Parrotheads, yes. And he's got a, a Broadway musical that's coming out early next year called Escape to Margaritaville, based on all his music. Right. Well, now he's taking it to the uh, older crowd. He is coming up with a uh, retirement community. Is he really? What? A Margaritaville-based retirement community. It's going to be, first one's going to be in Daytona. He's going to try to put these all over. Yes. First one will be Daytona Beach, 7,000 homes. Man. And they'll start opening in the homes uh, late next summer. You know what? That's probably brilliant for him. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah. Can you imagine the fun that you would have at this place? The baby boomers, you know, have sort of a different sort of yeah. retirement community feel. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in the afternoon at 3 o'clock when uh, you get together for snacks and tr- and refreshments. Snacks, huh? Yeah. Boom. It's always margaritas here. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up next, what we all should be doing every, 40, every 45 minutes okay. during your workday. Okay, we'll see if you're doing it. Coming up. A massage therapist to the stars, meaning a Hollywood go-to massage therapist has said that we all should be doing something every 45 minutes at work or during your day that if you're not doing it, you need to do it. And guess what? I naturally do this. Wait, can I take a guess? I know. Because it's the one thing that my massage therapist accuses me of not doing like I should. Taking a deep breath, deep breathing. Aw. Is that it? No. That's not it? No, I'm sorry. Okay. Sam, would you like to guess? But I mean, I can't, it probably can't hurt you to stop every 45 minutes. something I do a minutes. lot if that helps y'all. I mean, I naturally do it without thinking about it. Get up and move around? No, not exactly. Although he says that's uh, recommended too. Go what? to the bathroom. Stretch. It just uh, means oh, stretch. Oh. You know, often I just start stretching and I just feel like I need to. I can't sit still very long and stretching is a part Why of that. Why should we stretch? Because you end up carrying tension and stress in your back and shoulders. Yeah, otherwise. I agree with that. Okay, so do the whole thing where your arm is over your head and your 90 degree angle with the elbow and then the other arm and then wait, go behind your back. That's where you really can open up your chest. Okay. Press down and stretch it. I do that naturally because it just, I get 
you know. It's really smart. You know what? Rickety. It's, it's, I bet you human beings, we're probably the only ones that don't really stop and think about it like we should. Because it comes naturally to animals. Oh, man, Look at a cat. Stretch. Look at a dog, right? Yeah. They stretch the first thing you do. They're smart. Ooh, they stretch muscles so before they... true. Yeah, I'm bad about that. And you know what? I mean, that's why, to me, regular massage therapy is important, too. Extolling the virtues here for a moment of it. You know I mean? Keeping a regular schedule, it's good for your muscles Stolen. because they need to be stretched and you need to be hydrated and all those other things. It, all the benefits that come out of it... Yeah, well, Start for, for this this recommendation is so that you have good posture and you're not. Car- this is most important. If you're not you're not carrying your stress in your body, mm-hmm. let it out when you stretch. I would say you probably need to go get a glass of water when you do that. Boom! Right? I don't Stay see you hydrated. stretch very often, Sam. In fact, you're always just tight. No need. Really? Naturally relaxed, huh? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Stress free and right. always relaxed. So stre- <laughs> Stretch every 45 minutes and get up and walk as much as you can. Move as much as you can. Yeah. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. Let me put that in my calendar to remind myself to do that 45 well, minutes from now. set an alarm in your phone. Yeah. You could. Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. We love hearing from you. We're going to continue with this discussion of TV shows that make you cry. <laughs> Sam, It's this is us. Yeah. But a lot of other um, comments are coming in about other shows. On the way. Sam, you ready to watch This Is Us this week? Because I know it's going to make you cry, Tonight. but you crave it, don't you? Yeah. You want to feel it. Haven't had it in two weeks. I know. Yeah, I'm surprised that you're that emotionally sucked into a TV show, but yeah, it's look, I'm you. great. It's, it's good. They say it's good for you. You get sucked into something. Yeah. You know, let your heart and, and feelings go to work. So we wanted to hear from you on this. 877-310-4MSJ. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today about TV shows that make us cry? Casey says, I am a diehard Nashville fan. Boom. Mm -hmm. I've been watching it since the beginning. When ABC decided to let it go last season and not bring it back, I joined in with the other hashtag Nashies to get the show a new home. The show did get picked up by CMT and it restarted at the end end of January. Anyhow, I've been bawling my eyes out the past three episodes because they've killed off a main character. It makes me cry happy tears for other characters, though. This show is a roller coaster of emotions and that's why I love it. She was my north, my south. Oh my God. My east and west. Oh, it's killing me. I thought that love would last forever. That was wrong. Uh, we have all the time in the world. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. Sam. I know. It either I, makes him laugh or cry. <laughs> Sam, you are sick. I could go right to it. <laughs> well, you knew it was going to be north, south, east, west. Yeah. Oh, I wait, think it was a chance to be south, southeast, and east, northeast. And <laughs> she was everywhere for me. in between. Look, if you she are willing to open yourself up to it and really put yourself in those characters' shoes, that's why you feel it, Casey. I know. I shouldn't laugh because Thank that's what for, happens to me with This Is Us that's every right. week. Thank you for that. Casey. Burgett says, oh, Burgett. Parenthood is a big sob fest. I love you. I love every part of you. I love everything about you. I want to love you for the rest of my life. I want to marry you and I want to have... See, Sam, Whoa. you're laughing because you're not emotionally invested. You're not watching yeah, yeah, these. Yeah. She sounds a little clingy, but yeah. <laughs> Casey Burgett, thank you for reaching out. Um, let us know what TV shows make you cry. It's good for you. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody, you uh, you shared with us the husband letter, that viral letter. It's the letter why you should marry my husband. This lady is uh, dying, yeah, and she's writing this as a love letter to him, but also it like sounds like a dating profile. Yeah, a mm-hmm. dating it's profile. Like, yeah. This is all. This is. These are, that's why he's great. Well, well, coming up next, I want to see if you can put together a Murphy letter. If this happens uh, to you. Oh, great. 
Jody, you uh, you had read the husband letter to us earlier. Yes, this beautiful thing that went viral from this author who is also terminally ill, and she wrote this piece for the New York Times called You May Want to Marry My Husband. Yeah, she doesn't have much time left, so writes the letter telling anybody. Basically, it's a resume for her husband. Why you should... uh, marry him so hey look i mean he's a sweet guy you know i mean based on what i heard no kidding yeah he brought flowers to their first ultrasound appointment thank god for her that makes smiley faces out of things by the coffee pot sounds like a real catch (laughs) yeah well would you be able to do that for murphy Mm. would you want to do that for murphy i wouldn't want to do it no but could i i guess no you wouldn't want to do it i'm a grown-up enough to help murphy or you wouldn't want to inflict murphy on another woman that's not funny, Sam. See, this the concept of this freaks me out just a little bit because it's weird. You know well, what I mean? Well, guess what, I though? Want... It's true. None of us have forever with I each know, other. I know. We None of us have forever. And that's one of the reasons why this this letter that's that's viral is so powerful because she knows that. If you really love someone, you want them to have what? Love. Dolly Parton yeah. said it. Best of all, I wish you love. Right? Oh, so yeah. I, would I wish didn't realize you... Dolly Parton said that, but I do take At your word for it. At the end of I will always love you. Yeah. Oh, I wish yeah. you joy and happiness, but yeah. most of all, I, I remember Whitney Houston saying that. <laughs> so I would wish you love. If I if something happened to me, would I be able to write something like this? I don't know. I'm not a writer, but I would want you to have love again. Although I know that this couple have they have children. Yeah. My first thought about me being yeah. gone is about who do you bring into their lives. That's my first. It's not about who replaces me. I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> nobody can replace Jody. I, like, I nobody, agree with that. Nobody can replace but, anybody. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the kids, especially you know, depending oh, on what the ages are, they absolutely have to. Come that first. is something yeah. that gets my heart ticking to think about another mother figure in their life. So to me, it's not as much about the romance or you know our deep friendship, but our children. Well, if this lady know? in the in the letter she wrote that he brought flowers to her first ultrasound mm-hmm. he makes smiley faces and yeah it was all kind of you know, give me a couple of examples here that you would write if you had to sell him <laughs> there's <laughs> a lot of else. reasons to ways to sell him he is very loving you know he's very passionate yeah. so that runs both ways when you spar it's mm-hmm. rough but the but that also works it, the other way is he's very passionate i mean he loves me big yeah absolutely right so you do that goes both ways it's not exactly a letter a letter with uh, some examples like this lady gave well can i have a little notice can we do it later let's do it after the show okay in the podcast you yeah mean? after the show podcast today okay i'll write you a well i'll write her a letter <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider and why alec baldwin says he doesn't want to do the trump impression for much longer Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Did you hear where Alec Baldwin has said that he doesn't really want to do the impression of Donald Trump much longer? Oh. Next, I'm going to do what I promised my whole campaign, and I'm going to build that swamp. Okay, I'm, and don't you mean drain the swamp and build the wall? No, that's too many things. Just. <laughs> Okay, it, it's because so it hurts or he's just tired of doing it? He feels like it's it's wearing thin. He has oh. his own political feelings and leanings, and he also feels like, for the public, it's wearing thin. But does Hitters, he realize they've had their best ratings in like, of decades? Of course he does, but does he have to shoulder all of that? I might sort of be with him on this. It's like, True. you know, there's something to be said for knowing when to leave, knowing when to get out is just as important as knowing what's right to do. What's hilarious to me about Alec Baldwin, the, to me, the, you have to tell me you're the comedian, Sam. The reason it so works when he does comedy 
He's got great timing and he completely gives himself to it. But for so long, I mean, at least a decade or more, he was this serious actor. So, I mean, the first times I saw him, it was like Hunt for Red October and all this serious stuff. So when he starts doing comedy, wow, it's not, it's like you didn't expect him to do it. It's like Robert De Niro doing comedy. Oh my gosh. There's nobody who does comedy like Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And yeah, that's a lot of responsibility for him since they've had their best ratings over at SNL, uh, probably because of all this, but they need to shoulder some of that too. He wants a break. He feels like it's um, going to wear thin. Maybe he could stop it for a while. That's what's going to happen. He won't do it for a while, and then we'll be surprised one day when he yeah. shows up again. Yeah. All right. Speaking of some uh, cast of characters who haven't done this for a while, Will and Grace, the whole cast. It has been 10 years. We know we're getting a limited series revival, and they all got together and worked again this weekend. Jada Pinkett. Mm. Hater. <laughs> wow, that's kind of harsh. I mean, she's not... Well, you know the rules. Love or hate, no gray area, just like life. <laughs> it's a lot to live up to. It's a lot to live up to, and it's all... Eric McCormick tweeted a picture of all yeah. of them together, and filming has begun on that limited series that we're going to get of Will and Grace. You ready for that? Yep. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 8.30 this morning, is there enough room for these two on screen? Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep set to work together in the same Spielberg movie. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, on the way after 8. How you feeling, Sam? Um, I'm in pain. Okay. Two basketball games last night, and you did not ride the bench a lot, right? Nope. Let's do that on the way. And if you're stuck in a rut, maybe you can solve some of your problems with food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, meal madness, anyway. I'm not saying cope with food, Jody. Okay, I'm thanks. Saying, to say. Yeah, no, I'm saying you know, if you're stuck in that dinner rut, the same things that you're making over and over and you want to break out, yes. yeah. every uh, every day in the month of March, I was going to say in the month of May, uh, Jody has a different meal madness recipe for you. That's right. It's really cool. Like our and e- she's experimenting with, with them on me, just so you know, Sam. Like our all easy, good. slow-cooked lasagna, which is my favorite kind of lasagna. So easy, so delicious. Go get it at murphysamandjody.com. Um, while you're there, you can also see, and finally, producer David's niece, Olivia. He's in love with her. He's cool Uncle David. Finally gave her the baby ball pit. She finally got it. For her say. first birthday. Right. Yeah. And so this is her getting it. Balls going in. Really they drop the balls on her head. You're going, so it's like a little folding area, and you just pour the balls into the ball pit. And how many balls are those? That was just a hundred. It doesn't look like a hundred. It looks like not oh, enough. Soon there will be three hundred more to add to it. <laughs> wow! So the, her parents, your sister, yeah, they ordered they ordered yeah. th- a bunch of three hundred ones more. Mm-hmm. That is too cool. Well, like, I want to go play. Should we get, get to be buried underneath, <laughs> like a, a ball pit should be. Where's Olivia? She loves to play with the ball, so this is why. Man, cool Uncle David. You're going to have to really up the stakes next year now. Yeah, you will. Hard to be thinking about it. You know, I mean, I'm thinking like Sam here, but I think by the time you add, a, you know, 300 balls, you'll have 400 balls to keep up with. <laughs> Mathematician 400, here. and then trying to zip this thing back up into the container that came in. Because, you know, I mean, I think to me that's the golden rule of mail order. You never can get it back in the bag it came in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and where are they going to put the balls? Hey, not, Their problem, my, not huh? my problem. Yeah. <laughs> you just created it. Leave that's it. Right. As long as she's happy and smiling, who cares? Cute gift idea. Good, good, good. I hope she loves it forever. Like, And then one of the tricks, too, though, having a kid that age, David, is, and your sister probably knows this, once she kind of is done with the ball pit for a time, she's not as drawn to it. Zip it up, hide it, put it away. 
bring it out six months later, oh, and yeah. it's a brand new toy. Yeah, I used to do that with our girls. That was really smart. You or hide it for six swap. months, and then it's brand new all yeah. over I would again. Swap with friends. We do a toy swap. Although for David, the ball pit might be fun if they just gave it to him. Yeah, <laughs> bring it out over here. Bring it out at parties. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Maybe you should marry my husband. The letter that this woman who's terminally ill wrote for her husband. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It went viral. The, yeah, the most beautiful parts of it on the way. And we're going to have uh, your version of that too. Maybe you should marry Murphy. Uh, and yes. the, uh, after the show podcast. Yeah. Curious to see what Jody comes up with on that one. Coming up next, uh, Sam did a double header last night in that rec league, that basketball league. That yeah, you're in. still here. I, uh, that's a good sign. A little achy. Tell you about it next. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. Boom. Okay, Sam. Yeah. Playing rec basketball on your son's team. Are you the oldest member of the team? Yes, I am. It doesn't matter. It's just kind of like you're the dad on the team. But you're tall. I mean, they wanted you well, for no, a reason. They're taller than me. I mean, I'm really? tall, but yeah. There's a couple guys I'm taller than, but yeah. Okay, so last night was the hardest. Why? We had double header last night. Uh, 8 to 9 and 9 to 10. Oh Let me say, I'm tired this morning. You'd have been tired if you'd been up watching TV that late. And For you. You know, last week it, we had the game where I was the only person on the bench, so therefore it was a lot of subbing, yes. a lot of playing. Well, yes. Last night, I thought it was going to be better last night, but there was only two of us on the bench. So there's Ooh. still a lot of playing. My knees are really like they're barking this morning. I've never heard anybody say my knees are barking, but I I feel you. Okay, so wait, wasn't the first team you were supposed to play like they were the best? Yeah, in the league or and and you know sometimes I sound off here and say things that maybe I should watch what I say. Why? Uh, Because in in life, but you know, before the game, everybody walks around and slaps hands. Hey, good game, good game. I hope you have a good game. Right. Well, I'm sitting on the bench with the other guy, and one of the players from the other team walks over and goes, "Yeah, which one of you guys?" Oh no! Called us big and mean on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you avoided eye contact. Yeah, I just started laughing and wait. I would think if you're a team, that's a good thing to be known as big. Yeah, and mean. I mean, Not they got three guys mean. on their team that are just huge and very aggressive, and so, you know. Did we, you guys win that game? No, or? we lost both games actually oh. last night. It, it was it was tough. And like even our star Ouch. player had to come out in the second game because he was. He was just worn out. And so <clears throat> after the first game, you know, it was over with. I walked over to Big and Mean, and I was like, hey, I'm the one. I said, what kind of adjectives would you like me to use tomorrow? Like, sweet and, you know, friendly? And he started laughing. So, yeah. I mean, it's all good sportsmanship. But when he said that, it was like, oh, great. Because yeah. one of the other players on the bench said, oh, man, you're going to pay for it tonight. I have to ask a question. Because when you're talking about your knees hurting, are you wearing good shoes? Oh, like, yeah. I'm wearing basketball good... shoes. Okay. Are they new? They're not like yeah, tennis just, shoes. They have a life and they get I, worn down. Yeah. I bought them right before Christmas. Nice. So, these are brand new. Okay. And it's, okay. it's just my um, <clears throat> girth, probably, that's causing the issues. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Was this, was this the la- These were the last games. So no, you- I've got another game Thursday. And then there's the oh. tournament. If we're in the top four, we play in the tournament next week. And because of last night's performance, it's kind of iffy there. We're on the bubble. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, this letter that's gone viral, it's called Why You Should Marry My Husband. The woman who wrote it, why she wrote it. And the best parts of it coming up next. So come hang out, join the fun. Call us 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text that number. Of course, you can also comment on Facebook or direct messages. A lot of ways to get a hold of us. All right, guys, I don't know if you can handle this 
you may want to marry my husband article that is viral and it, I saw it for the first time just the other day like over the weekend I'm like I don't know if I'm brave enough to read that right now so I finally sat down and really read it yesterday oh my goodness this woman who is dying she's terminally ill she's been married to this man for 26 years her name is Amy she's a writer mm-hmm. her husband's name is Jason they live in Chicago mm-hmm. she wrote this piece for the New York Times which is basically a love letter to him but it's actually also to I think this is the stick part of it, services dating profile in the future when she's gone. Mm-hmm. The hook, I mean, the first line is the hook. Yeah. You may want to marry my husband. Huh. Are you ready for this? I'm going to read some of it. Is this a tearjerker? I don't know. It depends on what mood you're in. Okay. Are you in a notebook sort of mood or are you in an airplane sort of mood? Uh, well, I'm going to shoot for the positive uplifting. So go ahead, Oh my Jody. gosh. I'm going to read some of it. Here we go. It was 1989. We were only 24. I had precisely zero expectations about this going anywhere. But when he knocked on my door of my little frame house, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, there's something highly likable about this person. Here's another part. Here's the kind of man Jason is. He showed up at our first pregnancy ultrasound with flowers. This is a man who, because he is always up early, surprises me on every Sunday morning by making some kind of oddball smiley face out of items near the coffee pot, a spoon, a mug, a banana. And towards the end, I probably only have a few days left being a person on this planet. So why am I doing this? I'm wrapping this up on Valentine's Day. And the most genuine, non-vase-oriented gift I can hope for is that the right person reads this, finds Jason, and another love story begins. Wow. That's pretty gut-wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. And, And with all my love, Amy is how she signs it. Basically, it's that she believes that he deserves love even after she's gone, and she knows she's leaving, and he does. So let How me, grown up of her it is to not lay down a, you don't need to be with this person, you need to be with that person. Just it hits me a up. bunch of different ways, though. I understand that part, and I think it's really, it's lovely, and it's kind of strange, and it's all those things rolled into I'm one. I'm sure she means grieve her properly before. Yeah. It's not like go out the next week. Right. But anyway. Well, you may you write something Mount- similar for Murphy? Yeah. You may want to marry Murphy. Oh, well, someone please marry Murphy. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Two uh, Hollywood heavyweights set to work together, okay? Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. Wow. Let you know what they're doing coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We'll see if there's enough room on the screen for these two. Tom Hanks set to work with Meryl Streep. They're going to star in a movie called The Post. About the Washington Post publication of the 1970. Wait, there's wait, more. Wait, wait. About the 1971 Pentagon Papers. Okay, serious, serious. How serious. can you be bigger than Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks? Steven Spielberg will direct. That's oh! how. And Steven Spielberg, all of his movies have that heavy feel, don't they? That yep. overly emotional. It's a lot of the music. Right. Well, the Pentagon Papers is going to be Heavy. definitely drama. Yeah. Yeah. These two, by the way, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep have never worked together until now. Mm. Filming begins soon. Does that mean it's going to be another Oscar nomination? I mean, wouldn't you think? Probably it's for all three in? of them, huh? Yes. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. This weekend, what happens, guys? Come on. Well, we get two days off of work. <laughs> Not just that. <laughs> Daylight uh, spring, saving. Uh, that's right. Spring forward. Spring forward. This is when you'll... If you, I never can remember how it works, but if you mess up and you don't spring forward, you'll, you'll show late. up at church the wrong time. Well, well, let's just focus <laughs> on the fact that we're going to go forward and everything will run like clockwork on time, right? Well, you will go forward. You'll lose an hour of sleep. 
but you'll gain more daylight hours mm-hmm. to get. To, for me, it's like I can walk all the dogs. I can go exercise if I want to. I like that a lot. It messes with children, though, and their sleep cycles. Whoa. Well, I mean, for a short period of time, it's going to make it a little bit darker to start the morning. You know what I mean? That's, a little less me, daylight. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's harder for some people to wake up if it's still dark outside. I know that's naturally the way it's supposed to be, that you're supposed to wake with the light. So You want to wake up birds singing, sunrise? Man, we got a rooster that lives near my neighborhood. <gasps> Congrats. I love it. Yeah, but he, he's up that's, before the dawn. That's what he's supposed no, to do. No, he's supposed to wait to the light, you know? You know what you need to do? Yeah, I know what All I right. mean. Well, I'm just saying, make note of what time he's doing that, and when it changes this weekend, see if he keeps up. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to mess with him because he's in nature. When you're one with nature, none of this other junk that we probably, do can mess with My it. guess is he will keep his time because he doesn't we, understand clock changes. When you said Just that, saying. that made my heart beat faster because we used to have a rooster and he would crow in the morning. Mm-hmm. That is a sound that I love. I'll just make sure his clock is adjusted. Every day this month. Every day. Meal madness, meaning a different recipe so you can shake up and don't get in a rut with Mm -hmm. the few things that you cook for your family. You could cook something new every night this week. Sam, what's your recipe? You're up today. Tortilla pizzas. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Now, these, uh, you know, I've made tortilla pizzas before where you put the stuff on a tortilla and you throw it in the (laughs) oven and wait till the cheese melts. And that's not it. No, these involve a cast iron skillet. Boom. And what you do is, uh, you know, you crank your oven up to broil. You cast iron skillet, you put a little oil in it, just yes. a, a little bit. You turn it up real high, and then once it looks, the oil looks like it's starting to shimmer, you, you get it off of the heat, wipe all that oil out, then you put your tortilla in there with mm-hmm. the cheese on it, so the cheese starts melting on the hot tortilla, and it's making it crispy underneath. The bottom. Right, and then you can put whatever you want, besides your sauce and cheese. You can put vegetables, pepperoni, you whatever. Anything you put on a pizza. Now your oven's broiling. You shove the thing in the oven under broil under the broiler for about two to four minutes. And you've got to watch this because if you go longer, you know, the smoke detector's gone off. Yeah, I was going to say, there seems to be a little danger factor to this one. So when well, you pull it out, you got crispy on both sides. The cheese is nice and brown and bubbly. So how thin? It's a very thin. It's a tortilla. Thin, so it's very thin. It's like yeah. thin, thin, thin pizza crust. Yeah, and then you take it out of there with the spatula and it's just like, it's like a crispy... Mm. Pizza. Is this another serving for one thing? Well, you can make more than one. Okay. More than one. Now, you can only make one at a time because okay. it's in a skillet. I like it a lot. It takes no time at all. Awesome. Go get this method for tortilla pizzas. Tortilla pizzas. MurphySamAndJody.com.